Thank you for listening to the Convergence House of Prayer podcast. Please enjoy this message by Pastor Greg Seamus. I'm really excited about what God has in store for us. Uh, and and uh, we're ready to go to another level. And so I don't want to give anything away. But uh, I, I definitely am, am sensing something amazing taking place in the spirit. Does that make sense to you? All right, so what I'd like to do today is I want to talk to you about, um, I want to go back into the book of Acts chapter 2. And before, you guys can go ahead and turn there if you like. And we have quite a, quite a bit of things we have to, you know, talk about today. First of all, I want to share a couple testimonies. You guys ready for that? And um, so I'm going to have Andrew come on up. And Andrew, he took out his Ecclesia group on Friday night. And uh, with his youth, youth ministry, and uh, he... I got a text from, I got a text from Hannah saying, you know, uh, yesterday, Dad, it was an amazing night last night, crazy amazing night last night, and so my daughter doesn't, you know, it, anyway. So, I uh, got that text. So I, I just heard a few of the testimonies, and I wanted Andrew to come up because I want you guys to be encouraged with what God's doing. Amen. All right, go ahead. All right, how's it going, dude? I'm like. I feel like a kid in the candy store. I'm like kind of jittery. Dude, I'm so excited for what God is doing. Like, guys, get gripped by what he's doing. I encourage you. And hopefully these testimonies help. So on Friday, uh, we had youth. We had 13 people in the room. And we're like, hey, this is what we're going to do. Talk to the parents. If, if you're a parent that brought your kid on, on Friday, could you put your hands up? One, two, three. Yeah, three. There's three parents that I see here. Uh, I went to the ones that came and said, hey, we're going to take the, your kids out, and we're going to go to the Galleria over where Ho Chow is. Everyone knows Ho Chow. Come on, we're Christians. We you guys Chow. know Ho Chow. Yeah. So, so we it's good brought, MSG. We brought go them ahead. out. <laughs> no, it's, good. it's a good restaurant. Yes. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Um, Sorry, I'm holding a mic. Go so, ahead. Hey, so we brought them out, and um, before we left, we just spent about five minutes in prayer together, uh, just like, Hey, it's all about the presence. Like, guys, when we function in the presence of the Holy Spirit, we're connected to God. We're actually, like, functioning how we should. It's like instead of giving a diesel truck regular gas, you're actually putting diesel fuel in your engine. That's the, that's the same process. Like, we can put gasoline in an engine, but, like, if you, unless you put the right gas in the right engine, you're not going to run correctly. So that's the presence of the Lord in our life. So we're sitting here. We're just allowing him to move. We're getting connected with him. And uh, kids are getting pictures and colors and uh, symbols and hairs, like different type of hair, you know, uh, God speaks in, in familiar ways. It's so true. So we get out, and uh, one, one student saw the sun and then a uh, color yellow, something like it, details, right? They, they don't super matter, but nevertheless, the Lord pointed out the sunshine spot that's over there. What's it called? The sunshine... Academy, something like that. So we're walking by. We're like, look, there's a sun on the window. Let's just lay our hands on it and start blessing. So we just pray. All we're doing is just releasing heaven in our city. That's all, that's all we do. We, we go and release heaven. And when we, when we do, it makes the crooked places straight, right? And not only that, it opens up doors. So we're literally put, putting our hands on the windows. And all of a sudden, the door opens up. And our students are like, whoa, what the heck? Let's get out of here. Like, everyone felt like we were doing something wrong, you know? No one's expecting that. They're like, hold on, hold on. It's okay. It's okay. So this Asian man came out. And he's like, hey, what are you guys doing? And I was like, hi, we're here to just pray for your, your business and your company. And uh, then he's like, can you pray for me? 
Come to find out they're a Christian company. They own almost like 70% of that uh, whole shopping center over there. We had no idea. Not only that, he's like, pray for me. We laid hands on him. After that, we walked away. He comes back out. I was like, wait, we're having a church service right now. Can you come in and pray for the... So he asked us to pray for the kids. They're from kindergarten to fifth grade. Guys, if you know me, I'm all about the generations. And God is doing something to unify the body of Christ in the city. It's not only... It is obviously the ecclesia message, but there's certain processes that have to happen in and like, I feel like that's what we've been going through with politics, with, with everything. There's all these processes going on so that we can be unified in Christ together. So, boom, we head over there. And after we get to pray over uh, all these other little kids, and they're like, yay, Jesus. They were worshiping and stuff. Uh, so our youth got to lay hands on them, and we just blessed them. It was one little girl's birthday, which is so cool. God cares about your birthday, all the little things, right? So we leave, and as we're leaving, we're, like, hugging them, like, thank you, thank you. Guys, like, these are our brothers and sisters in Christ. Like, it, they're, like, it, it's, like, it feels so, like, the kingdom of God, like, the army of the Lord is so real. It's so strategic. Like, God is placing people in, like, areas that you would not even know. It's, like, covert ops. Like, come on, people. Like, I'm not the only person who likes these type of things. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's, and it's real. God is not boring. When we tap into what he's doing, it's an adventure. It is so fun. So, so um, as we're leaving, the look on his face, his countenance is totally changed. He's like, revival's coming. Revival's coming. Revi and, and we're like, yes, yes. And, and it's unified. We're doing it together. So then we, we walk down and we keep praying. We're just releasing heaven. And then the Lord puts an impression on my heart. Hey, just chill right here by this trash can. So the youth is like, oh, don't sit on the trash can. Eh. I was just like, whatever. I'm gonna, I just leaned on the trash can. And we just... A couple things happened in the spirit. We got to pray for a couple of our students and stuff, which is a total, like, if we didn't actually sit again and just listen to what the Lord's doing, like, some of these things would never happen. Where's Wilson at? Wilson, there he is. So all of a sudden, we're sitting there, and, hey, guys, it's Wilson. Wilson! Just so, <laughs> so, you guys all know Wilson. Put your hand yeah, up, put man. Put your hand up, Wilson. Hey, wait. Oh, all right. there he is. So yeah, Wilson yeah. pops up, and uh, Hannah, my wife, is like, hey, do you have knee pain? And he's like, yes, that was one thing she got. We laid hands on Wilson. He's like, I, I feel the heat. Like, I feel the presence of the Lord. And he's testing out. He's going to get back to us tomorrow. But we got to pray for him. We, if we would have just kept walking, we would have missed that appointment. And he comes out of the car with this friend that he was with. And he was like, we were just talking about divine appointments. Guys, when we stop and listen, get into his presence, it, dots get connected. Come on. Like, so we keep on moving and the Lord uh, put, uh, sorry, sorry if it's taking a little long. The Lord put um, an impression in my mind, a, a picture of this woman that I had met before in the uh, gas station. It's Warm Springs gas station. It's right there. And uh, the reason why I remembered her is because I had a conversation with her. I left the gas thing in my Jeep, and I was so excited about the conversation. Like, pink. I was like, oh, no. I ripped the... Th Guys, they're, they just reconnect. Like, it's like a quick disconnect thing. I never, it was so embarrassing. I, we were having youth that night and everything. They're all laughing at me. So, so that was like a while ago. That had to be at least a year ago. I came back in. I was like, hey, looking through the little window, if you guys have ever gone there. Go there, bless their, bless their business. And she's like, I, rem I remember your smile. Who We've met before. And so I'm like, yeah, like, remember I broke the gas thing. And she, she's like, oh, I remember. Did you pay for that? And I was like, yeah, it was 50 bucks. I paid for it. So, uh, so 
I know, guys, come on. I'm a pastor in the area. I'm not going to, like, leave him hanging, like, take off. Like, oh, shoot. No, so, <laughs> like, that'd be so bad. So she remembered me, and um, I was like, hey, we just wanted to come pray for your business. Like, I remembered you, and I wanted to come pray for you. So we just start blessing the business. The owner of the business is there and just happened to be there on a Friday night. And she walks out, and I, the Lord drops some prophetic words in my spirit saying, hey, you and your husband have been looking uh, to start going into new business, new business ventures. Uh, God wants to open doors that only he can open and shut doors that he can shut. Would, like, are you okay with that? And so we encouraged her to seek the Lord. We didn't pray for her salvation, but we got to pray for her knees. Uh, just like what Hannah said before, she saw knees, and I saw knees on her. Like, I was like, you have pain in your knee. And Julie, who is the lady who was behind the counter, she's like, no, 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 it's me. It's my knees. And, and I was like, no, do you have pain in your knees? And she's like, I, I do. And she, had, she hadn't told anybody. Um, so we got to pray for her knees. She's like, I feel the whole, she felt warmth. She felt the Lord's heat. And uh, I kind of missed a detail. After I was giving those prophetic words, she looks at Julie across the counter. They were just having that conversation. They were just having the conversation about her and her husband opening up new ways, new avenues of business for them. So guys, God is doing amazing things. Uh, real quick, look at your hands. Look at your hands. Everyone, don't look at my hands. Look at your hands. Look at your hands. Both of them. You're not looking at your hands. I want you to look at your hands. Don't look at me. <laughs> Say this. God uses me. God uses me. It's, easy. it's easy. I will tap into his spirit. Will tap into his spirit. Amen. Hey, um, could I, are you cool with this real fast? Okay. Sure. <laughs> no, look, guys. It's easy. So we got a couple of words of knowledge this morning, uh, specifically left foot, uh, possibly the ankle. Anybody? Left foot, ankle, pain, anything? Okay. It, think about it. Okay. Awesome. Thank you. Hey, lift your hand up real quick. Both of you guys? Okay. Lift your hands up really fast. Both your hands. Lift both your hands. All right. Jesus, we speak freedom to the ankle. Every stripe that you took on the cross was so that we can walk in freedom. Every bruise that was on your body, every blood ounce of blood that was shed on the cross was so that we will not be in the bondage of pain. So we just speak to your bodies, left ankles, be healed in the name of Jesus. And I just, uh, I believe it for the rest of the service. Keep it up, God. Keep it up, God. We're just tapping in. Hey, another thing, uh, I got arachnophobia on Friday and it has not left my... You got to tell them what that is. Arachnophobia phobia is fear, right? Uh, arachna is spider, the fear of spiders. We, yeah, anyways. So... Um, Number one, yeah, is anyone actually afraid of spiders? PG laughed at me. He's like, everybody's afraid of spiders. So if you're afraid of Not spiders. Not everybody. They're I, just gross, you know. I, I thought it might have been for you. No, yeah, no so, no. so, hey, but specifically, um, then also another word was uh, anxiety and fear. Taylor both got those two things, and he texted them to me, and I was, we're on the same stream. Uh, God is doing something with fear. Fear is illegal. Fear is sin. Fear cannot be around us, and um, my wife can, can say, like, uh, I'm not trying to be, boast, but, like, I am not afraid, and the, that's a gift from the Lord, like, uh, so I want to release that over you, specifically about spiders or, or anything, anything that you're having anxiety over as far as fear, uh, the Lord wants to break that off of you today. So if you're afraid, if you feel like you're walking in this anxiety of fear, I don't know what's going to happen, and you feel, look, there's a reality of sometimes we, of the unknown, and that's okay, 
like if you're kind of unsure, but when it becomes fear, we're stepping into a different realm. So fear is not allowed. We cannot be afraid because fear paralyzes you. So uh, arachnophobia is also the web. Some, some of you guys feel stuck. Some of you guys feel like uh, maybe I missed it. Maybe I missed what I'm supposed to do here on this planet. You're not stuck. You're not stuck in a web. And uh, fear has actually held you down. So I want you guys to just receive that. Um, and if specifically, this is what we're going to do. After the service, if you're struggling with fear, come find me. I'll be right up here. And I want to lay hands on you and, and break that off of you. Okay? Awesome. It's, it's really the Lord who breaks it off of you. Uh, we just got to be willing to allow it to flow through us, okay? That's all we're doing. We're just conduits. That's why I said, look at your hands. You're not looking at your face and saying, it's me. It's, no, you use my hands. Like, he uses us. That's it. Got it? Cool. Love you guys. See you later. All right. Good. I'm just saying spiders are gross. Now, some people might have pet spiders. I don't want to offend anybody. You just need to see Andrew afterwards if that's you. So um, we're going to have a couple more testimonies. And, um, and so, but I, before we do that, I just want to make it legal. So turn to, did I say Acts 2? So let's look at Acts 2 for a moment. And um, I'm going to have Wendy come up in a minute and Jackie come up in a minute. So we've been talking about Ecclesia, right? We've been, you know, and what I don't want, I don't ever want, and the thing I, I struggle with probably personally the most around this is that I have 32 years of a church paradigm, and the Lord is, I catch myself so often thinking uh, along those lines that the Lord just ha- is breaking me of that so I can get more into the authentic New Testament, like the, the, the way the church or way the ecclesia operated in the New Testament, and with that kind of a paradigm. And so what's crucial for us to understand is that when we talk about ecclesia groups, we're not talking about home groups. We're talking about apostolic centers all over the city where we're actually planting the gospel in Hayward and San Jose and the peninsula and in the valley that we're actually not just moving pastoral, even though pastoral is a part of what we do, but I really want to take the step of faith and believe that every single group that's meeting are apostolic centers or hubs all over the region. I need an amen there from you. And we want to we wanna be able to penetrate the barrier. I'm telling you, I'll, tell, I'll talk more about this next week, but I'm, there's a, there's, I've been saying this for a year, and it was even more confirmed this week, over the last two weeks actually, that there's been a new chapter turned in the Bay Area in the spirit. And people are ready to receive the gospel like never before. And I believe that will meet little resistance uh, from those that are going to be receiving the gospel if we would just go and tell them, if we just go ahead and share our faith. Because we have people prayer walking in Facebook. We have, we have Google opening up their place for worship. Like these things are, are unprecedented in terms of what God's doing in the Bay Area. There's a unity that's forming. See, I'm going down that trail. I told you I wasn't going to go down. So I'm just saying that I want us to be ready for that, be ready for what God's doing, and I want us to be participating in it. And so when we have these business owners who are opening up their place and they're coming in, they're telling us to pray, and there's little resistance where we're, we're, we're uh, delivering words of knowledge to people, and they want, they want prayer from us, from the, from the ecclesia of God into the streets, um, and we're going to begin seeing even more results. So can we say amen to that? All right, so let's take a look at 
at verse 46, Acts chapter 2, verse 46. You got to, and let's just kind of set the context. And I don't mind repetition because I think repetition is good for us. We have to set the context that Acts chapter 2, verses 1 through 4, where the Holy Spirit came and the pillars of fire were over their heads was over the ecclesia. The very first ecclesia gathering took place in Acts chapter 2, 1 through 4. And immediately what happened was they left the building and went out to the streets. And that's when they were speaking in tongues and that's when they didn't. And Peter addresses the crowd. But what we see in verses 42 through 47 is the ecclesia community. And namely, verse 46, it says here, and I'm reading out of the Passion Translation, daily they met together in the temple courts, so that counts, gathering here counts, and in one another's homes to celebrate communion. They shared meals together with joyful hearts and tender humility. The foundation of their ecclesia group was joy and humility. Everyone say joy and humility. They were continually filled with praises to God, enjoying the favor of all the people, and the Lord kept adding to their number daily those who were coming to life. Now, let me read it to you out of the NIV, verse 46. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts, and they broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts. Ecclesia groups is not a, another program that a local church is putting together. What I want to do, if anything, I want to decentralize uh, what we do in the local church, and I want to empower the ministers and the leaders that are sitting in this room this morning or this afternoon. So I want to empower you because you're a minister, say amen, and then you're a leader. You're a revivalist. The amens really kind of got down when I said leader. So I'm like, uh. You're a revivalist and you're a world changer. In fact, I think you just need to go ahead and tell the person next to you, you're a revivalist and you're a world changer till we get this in us. So often what we've done is we've come, we've come to our church gather, we come to our church gatherings and we've we, even the way we set things up, it's, there's the stage and then there's the chairs. And you do that year after year after year after year after year. And it, what we've done is, when, I think it's been unintentional, but we've, we've disempowered the local congregation. And we've empowered the pulpit. Now, I do believe in equipping, according to Acts chapter 4, equipping of the saints for the work of the ministry. I do believe in the fivefold. I do believe that we have to. I do believe in all those kinds of things, and that's why we do what we do. But can you imagine if we just begin to multiply and, if, and, each, and we just empower and commission every single person in this room to go and do signs, wonders, miracles, the miraculous, seeing the power of God flow out of our hands and into people's lives? And people's lives changing. Just, just, just imagine just for a moment if you just lead one person to Jesus and you started, and you started bringing them on a weekly basis and you start connecting with them wherever they're at. Can you imagine if every single person that attends 
uh, church services stepped into that reality, we'd have to build more and more buildings. We'd have to open up more and more homes. We'd have to, we have ecclesia groups all over the Bay Area for God's glory. So we see this taking place. We see that, that the ecclesia, the ecclesia groups, this is the, in my opinion, this is what actually began to change. This, is, this was the, the ingredient or the, the salt, if I can use that word, the light, that actually penetrated cities that actually changed cities. While they gathered in, in the temple courts, that's, that's important. I think the real change took place when they went house to house. And our ecclesia groups is not something that this is just the beginning point. Ecclesia groups getting in homes and having these hubs all over the Bay Area is the beginning point. But I see them in Starbucks. I see them all over. I see them in, 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 uh, in the high-tech area. I see them in construction sites. I see them in, you know, Facebook. I see them in whatever, whatever you know, whatever high-end, high-tech, Apple, whatever, our tech industry that we have here in the Silicon Valley, but everywhere. I see him in restaurants. I see where two or three are gathered, there he is. And I see signs and wonders and miracles taking place as, a, as, as the, the center, being Jesus being the center, but signs and wonders being such an essential ingredient of our ecclesia groups. So you guys, this is just the beginning. Gathering, we had over uh, 100 people last month, who gathered in the groups. And so we had, I think we had like 15 in Hayward. We had, you know, we had, the Fremont group was the humongous, right? We had people there. We had people in Morgan Hill. We had people in the peninsula. We had people gathered. We had, we had you all gather because we've committed. We had over 100 people fill out a commitment card that they want to see their, their homes become ecclesias. Well, we want to strengthen that. We want, to, we want to partner together. We want to work together. We want to encourage each other. We want to see our, our homes become altars for the glory and the presence of the Lord. We want to see our neighborhoods reached. We want to see revival come, right? I mean, just last week was a little taste of that. I mean, can you imagine? We had over 650 people here last week. I mean, just, that was just a little taste. And there was work involved. Come on. You know, and so there's the reality of that, but it's eternal. It's eternal. Our reward is our reward is an eternal reward to see people saved, healed, and delivered. So what I wanted to do is I wanted to I want to put up that map of where we were at last. If you guys, I know this is so. This is a man. I I'm gonna I'm gonna drop that big screen down here, and so you guys could all see it. But but not now. Don't do it now because you're gonna attack me. Um, so you see where the red, the reds, the little red fire, I don't know if those are fire or homes or whatever, um, but those are, are just our very infantile uh, ecclesia homes right there. And the blue is, is all the people who have committed, they filled out a, a commitment card to have their home become ecclesias. So now what we want to do is we want to gather and what I'm trying to, I don't know, I'm trying to come up with a great, not a great phrase, a good phrase for me. And that is like, they're almost like apostolic hubs where we have, we begin to have all over the Bay Area where we gather once a month. And really we want to gather to encourage, we want to gather to equip, pray for each other, bless one another. And then we really would love to see people connect in our, in our, our apostolic hubs 
And then they meet during the month. They connect over at Starbucks. They begin to build relationship. And they begin to develop a sense of community one for another because that's what we actually see here in Acts chapter 2. Community simply means um, common unity. So that's how we get the word. So our common unity, the, the focus or the value of our, our community is Jesus Christ. We're born again. We love Jesus. And we're committed to see revival in our, in our, in our region. You guys got to help me out. Got to say amen there. All right. So, so these are the things. This is what we want. So last month we all gathered. And this week we gather again. Can we do it once a month? And we're going to have a meet and greet time after service today. And we're going to have our host homes. They're going to be in, the, in the little, that little strip right there. Right? As soon as you walk out the door, they're going to be there. Boom. You're going to see them. And if you weren't part of an ecclesia group last month and you didn't sign up, then we want you to sign up this month because we want you in a group this week. So turn to your neighbor and say, come on. I want you in a group this week. I'm going to get you. I know what... I know we're struggling through the uh, one-hour lack of sleep. I get it, you know. So, um, but we want to, this is a way of saturating the, uh, the Bay Area. Oh, you took my map down. So, um, we want to engage you with that. So, here's a couple. This is going to be a little different today. Uh, we're going to show some pictures of our Ecclesia groups from last month. And I don't know if you got those all queued up, but if you do, that'd be great. All right. So... And we're going to have Wendy come up in just a second. You see, uh, you, guys see, you guys see Carlos, right? He's over there. He's the guy. His kind of heads back. is like, like that. That's his wife, Laura, on the, on the let's see, on the right. And, uh, and she got healed uh, in, the, in the Ecclesia group. And I'm going to have Wendy share just a little bit what God did. It was amazing. Go ahead. That's Wendy right there taking the picture. She's uh, yeah, that's her. She's wide-eyed and she's ready. So that's the Morgan Hill group. That's the, those guys are down in Morgan Hill because we have people driving from Morgan Hill, uh, Morgan Hill. And uh, I can't remember where Carlos and Laura are from. Hollister. Hollister. They're coming up from Hollister over to Convergence. So that's amazing. And then we're just going to tell Bob and Nancy to drive up from Anaheim. And uh, that would be awesome. We can get an Ecclesia group down in Anaheim. I know. I already talked to them about it. So, um, yeah. So, that, that our only picture? I know we have a couple more. Go ahead. All right. So, oh, when you should probably come, you should probably come up and share this story right here. Um, she's not watching TV. She's, God's actually touching her. So, go ahead. Hi. So hopefully it's kind of obvious, but um, Laura, there's sitting on the floor, how she could check that her legs were um, not even. So all of her life, she's probably my age. I know she probably would be fine about that. In her, she's in her 50s, like me. And um, all her life, uh, one of her, I can't remember which one. It was her, her right leg was half an inch shorter than the other. And I actually, there was another gentleman, I think he's here, um, anyway, that had disc problems. But before I knew that it was disc, I was like, has anybody ever prayed for your, you know, checked your legs? And he's like, no, because actually that wasn't the issue. But because I said that, Laura went, wait, you mean I, we can do that? 
she had no idea. So she had no idea that legs grew out if you pray. And so we checked it, she showed it, and um, totally grew out, half inch, half inch. And still now, still to this day, she was very happy because she's pretty short. So she was pretty happy that, you know, like she is a little taller now instead of. <laughs> and actually, Carlos, her husband, um, he was healed too of his. He had a, came with a knee brace, and he no longer needs his knee brace anymore. Wow. Well, that's what, that's what these are about, man. These are like revival centers all over the Bay Area. And so uh, that's, that's amazing. Go ahead. I don't even know what pictures we have here. This is, uh, this is at the Chang's house. You know, you guys see there's, you know, Caitlin. There's Laura. Laura's sneaking in on the side there. If you guys know Laura Manville, she's sneaking in there. So that was a great group. Okay, next, next picture. Uh, that's Jackie. Uh, she, I don't know if she was worshiping. We are just all clapping for her because she's so amazing. And uh, so she's enjoying that for a moment. Did you know I took that picture, Jackie? She's like, no, no, okay. Well, she's gonna, I'm going to have her come on up because this is an amazing uh, story that I want her to share, a testimony. Go ahead, keep going while she's making her way up. Keep, is that it? That's it. All right. So um, I was meeting with them because I'm, I, I'm going to Hayward and hanging out with these guys as a leader. These are Charles and Jackie, our host home leaders. for. And, and I was just meeting with them at 10 o'clock. You know, we just kind of have a quick meeting. And then she rolled into this amazing uh, testimony about what God's doing in the home. And so I said, you know what, can you please share that today? You know, because I don't want to embarrass anybody. She said, sure. So, you know, she just jumped right at it. So I'm just going to go ahead and have her share. And then you guys just welcome her as she just shares the story. Thank you. Thank you. First, giving all praise and glory to God and my Lord and Savior. Um, so it's interesting when Andrew asked us to look at our hands because God uses us. And God used me. Um, so I was baptized here, December 31st. Yay. And my family was with me. Well, and I promised um, PG that I would keep this short. So my family was with me. And, and one of the members of my family was my niece. And my niece lives with Charles and I. And so after the baptism, um, I don't know, maybe a month or so afterwards, she says to me, Auntie Jackie, will you baptize me? I was like, oh. And I remembered that Andrew had said, yeah, you can baptize people anywhere, you know, you can wherever, in your bathtub or whatever. But of course, my first thing was, oh, I'm not worthy. But I know that I am. I know that I am. And it took me a while, but on Tuesday, this last Tuesday, I said, okay, I'm baptizing her today. You know, and so I sent out a text to my husband, Charles, and to my sister who's in town visiting my niece's mom and my niece. And I said, you're cordially invited to the baptism of Lauren Bradley Scott in the master bathroom of Charles and Jackie. Come on, man. And we did it. I mean, yeah. that, that is amazing. Yeah, it was. It truly was. That is amazing. So it's like, you know, what we've usually have done is says, well, when's the next baptism class? And when's the next no. time C-Hop's going to have a water baptism? Let's get make sure that she's at, no. 
we I mean, they there. have a bigger bathtub. I just want you to know. It's not like, you know, this, you know, whatever. But, but Jackie was telling me that the Lord's been working on, yes. on her for, yeah. not Jackie, yeah, but your, my, your... My niece. Yeah, my yeah, niece. yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, she's, she's been amazing. The growth that I've seen in her, this was before the baptism. This let me know that she was ready. I mean, she reads the Bible. She, she has encounters with God all the time, and she gives him all the credit. It's not her. It is him. It is him working through her. So it's been truly amazing. So we had the baptism, and it was awesome. And, of course, my sweetie helped me out. So it's, it's, it's great. God is good, and he's using me. And he's going to use you. And he probably already is. Well, what happened? Tell me about Tuesday night. Oh, I did. She was baptized. <laughs> so she shows up in the bathroom, in the master bathroom, with my sister and my husband. And she was baptized, fully baptized. We did a full immersion. My sister was super proud of her. I was super proud of her. So it was, it was all good. Amen. Wow. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jackie. Can we believe for revival in our homes? Can we believe for revival in our homes? Can we believe for revival in our homes? Come on, I wanted to register. I wanted to register. Can you imagine? I just want you to take a little journey with me for a moment that you have neighbors coming over and they want to get saved and water baptized in your house. I mean, you're figuring out practically how am I going to do that. But water baptized in, in your home. I mean, this is... This is how it was in the book of Acts. And I think that it's so important that we, that we celebrate the small victories, which prepares us for the bigger ones, right? So we rejoice in that your niece is loving Jesus and that Jackie took the step of faith and she went ahead and she baptized her in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And now we're going to ask for, and Charles helped, and we're gonna, and we're gonna believe the Lord for, <laughs> we're gonna believe the Lord for increase. We're gonna believe the Lord for more. And yeah, go ahead. You can give the Lord an ovation, a clap offering there. That's that totally works. So what I like for us to do is I like for all the host home people, if you're host home people, people who are hosting the e groups. I want you to stand really quick. I don't know if we have everybody. But if you're hosting a home, I want you guys to stand up. These are the people you're going to see. That's right. You go ahead. You guys can. You guys can. You guys wanted to preach, huh? um, And and um, and the 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 structure of our really what we're going to do, what you're what you're going to walk into, is we're going to be very intentional around Luke chapter ten which is to bless, fellowship, minister, and proclaim. So when Jesus talked to his 70 and he sent them out, he sent them out to bless, to fellowship. That means you eat together. I mean, and today, you just so we're asking you to bring food because if you're gluten-free, bring your own food. You know, if you're, you know, have restrictions, you bring your own food, you can eat your own food. Isn't that cool? Because there's so many restrictions today, right? So, so bless, you fellowship, and then we minister together. Now, here's what we're doing. We are moving, we're really focusing on the blessing and the fellowship part. We want to minister to each other, but we really, you know, and here's the thing that, that I, I feel like 
the body needs to grow in. We need to, we need to recognize and see the good things that God are, is doing in our life. We have to, we have to, we're so, um, we tend to be a little bit more on what God's not doing and we, we, we fail to recognize all the things that God is doing. So what we want to do in our groups is that we want to come into a place where we gather in maybe groups of four or five within the groups and we just want to make a declaration of what God's doing in our life. We want to, we want to find the blessings of the Lord and what he's doing and we want to share them with others in the group. And so that moves us into more of a, I believe, more of into an apostolic role as opposed to a, a more pastoral role. So what we did in our group is we went ahead and shared. And then some people just kind of moved, we moved into a prayer request time, you know, where, but it started with blessing. It started with this is what God is doing. And we just want to bless what God's doing in your life. So we just want to gather around, we gather around, you share that testimony, and we just, we lay hands on you and we bless what God is doing in your life. And then when you begin to hear that from other people, and then you make the circle even wider and hear from other, other people that are in the group, I'm telling you, you're going to be super, you are super encouraged. You can believe that God is a God of miracles, that he's a God that's active in our life, that he's a God who wants to demonstrate the goodness of his heart in our own life, and you're going to walk away encouraged, and you're going to walk away strengthened, and then you're actually going to give your life away to other people. And besides that, you ate a good meal. <laughs> and so this is, what we're, this is what Ecclesia groups are all about, and I am being super intentional. I totally understand it. I'm being super intentional because I don't want our groups to become, I'm trying to avoid our groups to become, becoming another program of a church. I want us to develop this as a lifestyle. So we have all of our staff leading groups. So I'm, I'm actually leading a group. We have Jordan leading the group. We have, we have these people who are leading groups because we want to be engaged with you as the ecclesia. We don't want to be standing off administrating so much is that we want to be engaged with you. And so we have people who are coming. They're going to be blessed. In fact, there's another guy here. I mean, I don't want to embarrass Tony, but... I'm not going to call his name out, but it's Tony. And so, and so he was just saying, because I had Caitlin run over to him. Tony, just put your hand up because you're not going to give a testimony. But, but he came to a group. And see, I, I want to see signs and wonders and miracles. I want to see stuff like that take place. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, a, I'm not opposed to a Bible study, but I want to see the raw power of God invade our groups, right? So Tony's, he, had a, he had a problem with it. It was his left calf. He was in pain. And so right away, it was kind of like, not vultures, but, you know, we just, we just went over and we just, you know, laid hands on him. We believed God for his, for his healing. He was pain-free when he left. And so he got done. I did had Caitlin check it out uh, with him before service. And, he's, and he told Caitlin, he goes, I tried to come back, but he rebuked it. And it's, he's totally pain-free right now for 30 days. You guys, we're living in exciting times. I know that you guys are half asleep, but we're, we're, we're living in exciting times. And, and I, I, I can't tell you the, the excitement that's in my spirit about what God's, what God's doing and what he's ready to do in our region. And I think it's important that we come into alignment with the word and we, 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 we fall in line with what Jesus said in Matthew 16, 18. 
And like I said before, Jesus said, Ecclesia, he didn't say church. And so for me, there's no plan B. It's only one plan. That's his plan. So I want to come alongside with what he's doing. And I want us to begin to, I just want us to begin invading our region for God's glory and for his honor. Amen. I want you guys to stand. Yes, stand. <clears throat> and I want to take a moment. I want, to, I want us to pray. I want us to pray. I want you to go ahead, take the hand of the person next to you. And I want us to pray for God to come and invade our homes with his glory. You might, have a, you might live in an apartment. It doesn't matter. Wherever, wherever it is that you're, that you're at, wherever it is that God has you, I just want you to begin to pray. I want you to begin to pray that the anointing and the presence of the Lord would fill our homes, that there be an altar that's been intentionally made for those that are in our home. The presence of the Lord would be there, that it would, it would drift into our neighborhoods and into our community, that the Holy Spirit would come that moms and dads would love each other well, that kids would come into a place where there's complete unity in the home. I just want you to begin to pray. Just begin to pray. Let's pray for marriages. Let's just begin to pray that the ecclesia of God would arise in our homes. And Lord, when families are being broken up all over our nation, Lord God, we make a stand this afternoon in the name of Jesus that our homes will be a place where the presence of God dwells, that our marriages will be biblical marriages, that there be marriages filled with humility and joy, that, our, that we will actually be able to pass the legacy, the spiritual legacy onto our children and our children, our ceiling would truly become their floor. God, we ask that you would that you would begin to move in all of our homes that are represented in this room for those who are here and for those who aren't here. Lord, part of this spiritual community, we're saying let the spirit of God arise in Jesus' name. And I pray, God, that you would deal with the sinful areas in our lives, God. God, I pray that we would, we would run quickly to your, the Father's arms into a place of holiness and intimacy with God. God, I pray that, that, that you would turn the tide in our nation, that you would turn the tide in our homes, in our families. God, I pray that we, every home that's represented here, every apartment that's represented, every condominium that's represented here, Lord, from the eyes of heaven, they be spiritual lights in dark communities. And God, let the presence of the Lord permeate tangibly outside the walls of our home. Let it begin to affect our neighbors on the left and our right. God, I pray across the street in the name of Jesus, Lord God, as we prayer walk our neighborhoods, Lord God, as we just go out to get exercise, but we're praying, God, I pray that you would come, that you would come in power and in glory. Lord God, there's so many people, they're empty. They don't have Jesus. They don't know where to turn. Lord, let us be the answer. Lord, I pray for these divine appointments that would just come that we heard earlier this morning, that would just come, that you would do something that would be so powerful, so amazing in our midst. And so, Lord, we pray. We pray for revival. We pray for revival in our, in our cities. We pray for revival in our, in our communities, in our neighborhoods. 
Lord, in the seven mountains, in every sphere of society, we ask, God, that you would come. But let it start in the home. Let the ecclesia start in the home. Let us be intentional about starting it in the home. Because, God, if we can't start it there, if we can't be successful there, Lord, God, it's going to be hard for us to reach a city where we believe for one. So, Lord, I just want to pray for our ecclesia groups this week as they gather all over the Bay Area, from Morgan Hill all the way up to Hayward to the peninsula, down into valley areas. Lord, God, we just pray that there be major blessings major encouragement. God, the Spirit of God would dwell. Signs and wonders would be released. Lives would be changed because we gathered. God, I pray for an Acts 2 anointing. I pray for miracles to be released. Let the Holy Spirit dwell. Thank you for every person who's opened up, every family, every couple that's opened up their home. Thank you for every leader that's leading. Thank you, Lord, for every person that's, that's taking time out of their week to come and gather. And we thank you for the small beginnings. We thank you for the reports that, that were, this, this, the small reports that were delivered this morning. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the one who rededicates their life and their water baptized in the bathtub of a home a host home. Thank you for the one, Lord God, where you grew a leg out. Crazy. Amazing. Oh, Lord, let the fire of God go from the walls of this building. Oh, yeah, we thank you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. We hope you enjoyed this message. For more messages like this, please subscribe and thank you for listening.